I pursued the living, he says. I walked the greatest and the smallest paths in order to know its nature. Zarathustra wanted to know the nature of life. With a hundredfold mirror, I captured even its glance when its mouth was closed so that its eyes could speak to me. And if you remember in that earlier song when Zarathustra is talking to life and to his wild wisdom, when life was addressing Zarathustra with eyes closed, he felt like he could listen to it, like he could fathom it. But when life opened its eyes, he once again felt it was unfathomable. But here, when its mouth was closed, he captured even its glance so its eyes could speak to me. He's learned to listen to life as it speaks with its open eyes. And its eyes spoke to me. However, wherever I found the living, there too I heard the speech on obedience. And here we begin Zarathustra telling us what he learned about life and the character of life as it spoke to him with open eyes. Number one, all living is an obeying. And this is the second thing I heard. The one who cannot obey himself is commanded. Such is the nature of the living. Life is obeying and those who can't obey are commanded. Such is the nature of the living. This, however, is the third thing that I heard. He says that commanding is harder than obeying. And not only that the commander bears the burden of all obeyers and that this burden easily crushes him. In commanding, it seemed to me, there's an experiment and a risk. And always when it commands, the living risks itself in doing so. Look again. All living is obeying. That which doesn't obey is commanded. Commanding is harder than obeying because in commanding, life risks itself. Indeed, even when it commands itself, even then it must pay for its commanding. It must become the judge and avenger and victim of its own law. How does this happen? Zarathustra asks himself. What persuades the living to obey and command and still to practice obedience while commanding. Think about it this way. Zarathustra has some insight into the nature of life and he has seen that life is obeying and commanding and that in commanding it risks itself. Why should there be obedience and command in life? And especially why should life risk life? How do you make sense of that? Well, momentarily, we've reached the peak of the peak of the text so far, because in this speech, Zarathustra now says, hear my words, you wisest ones. Check seriously to see whether I crept into the very heart of life and into the roots of its heart. Boom, boom, boom. Zarathustra has penetrated. One, two, three is penetrated to the heart of the roots of life. Maybe. Hear my words, he says. Check seriously to see whether I crept into the very heart of life and into the roots of his heart. Did he? Well, wherever I found the living, there I found the will to power. And even in the will of the serving, I found the will to be master. The weaker, Zarathustra says, is persuaded by its own will to serve the stronger. The weak serve the strong according to their own will because they want to be master over what is still weaker. This is the only pleasure it's capable of renouncing, he said. So why, does, why is there service? 
because service to the stronger still allows you to be master over the weaker. And as the smaller gives way to the greater in order for it to have its pleasure and power over the smallest, everybody wants to exercise whatever degree of mastery is available to them. So too the greatest gives way, the top most, and for the sake of power, it risks life itself. Life risks life itself for the sake of power. That is the giving way of the greatest, he continues, that it is a risk and a danger and a tossing of the dice unto death. And where there are sacrificing and favors and love looks, there too is the will to be master. Wherever you have these things going on that you might misinterpret or take for something else, like sacrifice you might take for something else, service you might take for something else, giving or receiving favors you might take for something else, love looks you might take for something else. Here you have the will to be master. Here you have the will to power. And this secret life itself spoke to me. Behold, it said, I am that which must always overcome itself.